See on CW contains adult language and discussions. If you're easily offended, do not continue to listen. I la la love you. My name is Oliver Queen. You died. I went to your funeral. The city needs saving. What? How are we going to do this little time That was rip. This CW Supergirl Edition on Rain Man Digital. If you're listening from your desktop, take us mobile by downloading the Rain Man Digital app available in the iTunes App Store and Google Play. Simply search Rain Man Digital. You can also find us on demand through iTunes and Stitcher by searching DC on CW. And once you find us there, please go ahead and leave us a review. I am your host, Lauren. I have Bob with me as usual. Hello, hello. And Steve. What's up? And uh, today we're going to be talking about Season 4, Episode 3, Parasite Lost. I almost said paradise because it's so similar to what they're spoofing. Uh, Supergirl and the new DEO battle Parasite once again in National City. So uh, we have a little bit of news about the crossover and Supergirl this week. I could not clear my throat earlier because... (laughs) Because we couldn't turn the mics off. So, excuse me. Um, So we have a, this week we have the first look at Lois and Clark. Of course we know who plays Clark. We know Tyler Hoechlin, whatever. Uh, We've seen him a bunch on the show, but now we finally have our Lois Lane. Um, They released a promo image that looks pretty neat. And it looks like it's in the uh, Fortress of Solitude. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's all reflecty and awesome and cool. What do you guys think of her? A little bit of Margot Ooh. Kidder to me. There's a little bit of Kidder. Like, there's a resemblance there, at least to me. And explain that for people that aren't oh, near 40. <laughs> yeah, for people that aren't old like me and Bob. Um, Margot <laughs> Kidder was uh, from the original Superman movies uh, that the Salkin um, family had produced back in the late 70s, early 80s. So... I forget who played, uh, or well, Margot Kidder played Lois Lane, but um, I don't know who this woman's name is. But she's there's just some facial I, I, resemblance I, to I me. I see a bit. I see. I like a, a it. little. Yeah, I like it. I, I think with Lois Lane, it's never had to be like a bombshell. Yeah, like it's always been just kind of a Her, good girl uh, next door kind of pretty. Yes. Yeah. And so yeah. I think they did a good job with that because I always thought like the Smallville. Um, Erica Duran or whatever her name was was like way too hot to be. Well, even no. Terry Hatcher. I mean, come yeah, on. yeah. <laughs> you know, you. I always picture in my head Lois Lane as being the girl next door. I I kind of um I kind of agree with that for Superman in general because I feel like he's always looking for um ways to kind of normalize himself. 
Mm. He's always trying to be just a regular American so you think, citizen. So you think he would date down <laughs> not to bring his stock down? <laughs> I just mean like he's not he's he's going <laughs> to see someone for what they are. Would Superman date a girl that looks like this? Come on, guys. I'm Clark. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> right. The ultimate disguise. <laughs> he has to date down a few tiers. Just Superman to could have supermodels. I date regular girls. Well, well, and here's what's interesting. So, uh, Jenna Dewan, um, playing her sister early on in the, in the series. Yeah. Total smoke show, right? Yeah. And so, you know, there's, there's a little bit of a delta there, but this, this woman's, she's very beautiful. No, there's nothing wrong with her, but like yeah. I said, it's just not that, <laughs> there's that. nothing wrong with her. Well, I just don't want to make it sound like I'm just like, ooh, gross, get away from me. Ugh. You know, but the, again, I think they did a good casting because yeah. in my head, when I say Lois Lane, I just again, I think just kind of good looking girl next door. She she, she goes ha- by Bitsy in real life. Yeah, Bitsy is like her nickname. Her name is <laughs> no, they're, they're Elizabeth, bringing that into the show. Elizabeth Tullock, but she goes by Bitsy. Weird. Yeah, I I don't know. She um, ha- she, is really she has pretty, a very though. classic look to her. A very classical woman you know what i mean oh i think that she nope she definitely is like even prettier than she looks Um, oh really yeah definitely if you see like her headshots and stuff like that like this is just her imdb picture let me let me i'm gonna turn this around for steve so you can see it that's just her imdb picture wowzers yeah so she's definitely (laughs) hotter than she looks i think they toned it down to make her just be like oh I'm just a just a simple reporter. Nothing, nothing big. Nothing extravagant. Well, and maybe who knows down the road it, she may not look like this promo image either. Uh, mm-hmm. Wow, she is she's a smoke show too. Yeah. So there it is. <laughs> she Steve's, was Steve's seal of approval. A smoke oh, show. She's got like these <laughs> hazel green eyes. Yeah, she's beautiful. Yeah, she's definitely. Um, they they kind of toned down. The pretty in that promo image. Mm-hmm. Oh, At, you know, you on our Twitch feed, they actually toned down my pretty. <laughs> yeah, is that something that <laughs> happens to you? I'm just saying. There's a filter. God. All right. Well, is there? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, the promo image looks really good. They they look very Lois and Clark. But he doesn't have the undies on. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> have we not gotten over that yet? No. Sorry about it. You're My the one Superman that likes the mullet, under- so I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a <laughs> I'm gonna make a t shirt for our our uh Rain Man site that says My Superman wears underwear. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he does. <laughs> yeah. All right, so the second bit of news that we've got that's just specific to Supergirl um is that Hannah James and Kate Burton have been cast as Maeve and Isabel Nall. So we're going to see more members of Nia Nall's family. Um, How do you feel about that? I I don't really have an opinion. Either. I just just bringing in more okay. more <laughs> more people is the way I look at it. Oh, okay. Not not I, not that like you had something negative or anything. I don't. Okay, you you like scoffed and you were like, "How do you feel about that?" And I was I, like, I, so, "I don't know." So Bob and I were talking before we started recording, and I I I have. I have an opinion. I don't need this character. The Nia, Nia? I don't. She's adding nothing, no value to the plot, the story, nothing. 
I think they're just trying to fill the superhero shoes in the show. Like, outside of Supergirl. Um, Because we've got Guardian, but he's kind of at a point where, like, if I help people, alien Nazis love me. (laughs) If If I don't help people, then I'm not helping people. What do I do? Um, and we don't we don't have Monel anymore. Um, but I think John's that's o- not really doing stuff. But I think that's okay. I mean, and, there, and there's I a agree. plethora of characters that we could be pulling from. This one's just crafted out of the ether, and it's well. I mean, she wasn't necessarily crafted for the show, but I mean, she's she's an actual. Yeah, but it's not helping me. I know you're not selling me. On I know. It. I know. You're, you're... I we don't have a lot to go off of to really sell this character yet. As far as like anything beyond just social stuff, we don't we don't have anything from this character yet to really sell us on why we need another superhero. I'm hoping that once she shows up as a superhero, as Dreamer, I, I hope that they can convince us. I, I just worry when we start getting more casting news and we, you know, if you guys didn't listen to last week, there's probably like a five minute rant where Lauren just starts listing off everything that's going <laughs> on right now. And we're only, you know, what, four or five episodes in. Five, yeah. And now you start dealing with adding two more people to the mix. Yeah. I, I don't feel like they're going to be around a lot. I think it's just going to be like, this is my family in this one episode. Man, it was so great meeting your mom and your sister the other day. They might pop in once or twice more throughout the season and that's it. I, I hope so. What if yeah. something happens to them and that's the catalyst that sends her down the path? Maybe. There it is. That's probably it. Let's be real. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm okay with it if she just ends up dating Brainy. I'm cool with that. I want... I, that needs to happen. And after this week's episode, I'm feeling like we're one step closer. She's not put off by any, any of his weird demeanor stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll get in that later. That's, uh, that's a high point for me. It yeah. was a high point for him too, and followed by a low point. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I mean, this is cool. We'll see. Mm. We'll see what happens. Yeah, it could be an overreaction by me. Which it, ha- it's it ha- could be, or it could not be, or who knows? We don't know yet. Um, I'll reserve judgment. I will hope that they are just going to kind of show up to be, um, like Steve said, maybe a catalyst for her to go down the superhero path, or maybe just they. Just pop in for an episode so we get any sort of like background on her beyond just her telling people about herself. I am um, somebody. Yeah. Yeah. I really have a family and stuff. I'm a person. I promise. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Let's go to a quick little break. And when we come back, we'll dive into this episode. Kira, look at you dressed like an adult. That's promising. I'm sure Facebook memories have led, it's possibly led to many suicides at some point. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if you ever want to just feel unfulfilled with your life, just pay attention to those memories. They will always make you feel great. Yeah. Yeah. Remembering that nine years ago, you had a promising future. And suddenly, you realize you're, you're in the sh- you live within the shadow of your former self in both achievements and looks. Where has it all gone wrong? Hey, Mike. Ten years ago, you were much better looking. Thanks. Thanks, Facebook. 
I appreciate that. Something's got to be done about those memories, though. It's annoying. I wish you could turn it. I it it's turn not it annoying. It's depressing, Thomas. You're not listening. <laughs> well, mine are annoying. Yours are depressing. I can de- wait till you're 40. <laughs> wait till you're 35, 36, and you saw, uh, you know, a photo. <laughs> hey, nine years ago, Mike, you uh, were producing a film. Thank you, Facebook. I know that. <laughs> you would think they would also come out with an algorithm or come up with an algorithm and that also knows which are good memories and which are bad memories. They have to be more selective because they choose bad memories. I think it's almost on purpose. One of my friends from a film committed suicide about 12 years ago and they reminded me as if it was a good memory. Remember Paul? Oh, I'm like, yes, I do remember Paul. <laughs> For more Rain Man, visit RainManShow.com Look at that nerd, huh? I thought I was looking at my mother's old douchebag, but that's in Ohio. <laughs> Geek Out Saturday. Like the force is the force. Let it be ambiguous. Let's not weigh it down with any little, hey, I can control it with a rock. <laughs> I'm a Jedi now because I have a blue stone in my pocket. Running throughout them. But the last few that he's done have met with universal scorn. I mean, we I don't want her anywhere near Arrow. Yeah, no, like, she is the Stephen Amell, the Grant Gustin. Yes. He wasn't an oh, iconic yeah. director by any means, but he did make his mark in the 60s and 70s with with movies like this. I know we're joking because that's what we do. The idea that it could be used against the Nephilim. That whole, right. there's this multiple times now they've said there's only five beings in all of creation that it can't kill. They're saying that for a reason. <laughs> Catch up on your favorite Rain Man digital geek shows every Saturday. DC on CW, Back to Tank, Weird West Radio, The Crossroads, and more. Geek Out Saturday on Rain Man Channel 001. Listen for the Rain Man digital app or tune in. Just search RM Channel 001. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, DEAL30, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And for your viewing pleasure, six free spicy movies on DVD. Plus, free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. So go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code DEAL30. Again, that's DEAL30. Because without it, no free stuff. That's DEAL30 at adamandeve.com. You're listening to Rain Man Digital's DC on CW. All right, we are back. Let's jump into this episode. Supergirl Season 4, Episode 5, Parasite Lost. Directed by David McWhirter and written by Maria Magenti and Adrita Mukherjee. I don't even give... uh, Whatever. We're done. (laughs) Some people wrote it, and here we are. Yeah, congratulations. Uh, They wrote it. Woo! Uh, there's a new world order here at the DEO. And, uh, so we, last episode, we had, um, that was last episode, right? The Mm -hmm. president sent over one of his Mm. cronies to watch over the DEO. It needs to be, uh, I don't know, just 
watched over by a nanny, I guess now. Again. Yeah. Uh, so, I I don't know. I Things went too easy with that for a while. But, so let's talk about this new, this, this version of Parasite and what we're seeing and stuff. So Parasite is now in the ex-DEO agent Jansen and taking the powers from other aliens, leaving them dead. Um, what did what did you think about the visual effects this episode? Either one of you, both I, of you. I, I loved them. I Bob and I were talking about the death sequences. To me, were like Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark, times ten, like or times a hundred. Like they were so cool watching the life force getting sucked out of them. Yeah, I, I think- loved it. I think the first little bit where Supergirl gets a little bit of her energy yeah. drained and her face just starts to look gaunt and kind of skeletal and like mummified for a second and old, um, that looked really good. Mm-hmm. And then she kind of, they kind of cheated her face away to allow for it to kind of come back and plump back up. And um, I got to agree. I, I liked it. I liked what they chose to do with it. Mm. Yeah. They, the mixture between lo- what looked to be practical and CGI was seamless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I did appreciate the fact that they kind of zombified the faces but didn't try to CGI it. They actually did either mask or, you know, some kind of makeup over top. And it it actually stood out for me because sometimes when those are the scenes that I always kind of start analyzing a little bit more because it's like, all right, here's our budget differences. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, that that actually looked good. And then I was like, are they going to stay consistent? And I was actually surprised every time it was consistently done really well to where it was seamless to like I stopped thinking about it. You know, I wonder if they had them like have a practical mask and then did some CG in betweening, you know, between normal and mask. Maybe. Yeah, because I think we see that a lot with Martian Manhunter to where Mm. we've seen the mask and we've seen the CGI. So maybe they kind of have learned off of that. I mean, it it makes their jobs easier in the CG Mm. department. You know, if you've got something... That's the base structure there. You have less work to do. And you can make it look more believable because you're adding less effects. Yeah. Um, And then you could just run that Michael Jackson uh, feature that they had from back in the day. Right? Yeah, yeah. Just morph him into whatever the hell. (laughs) Um, I, okay, so we've got, there was, there was that point where he, um, we had a lot of like visual effects stuff to talk about. So there's, there's the actual like mummification sort of looking life draining. Um, we've got all of that like purpley glowy stuff all around him mm-hmm. himself. Um, we had the different powers that he takes on, like the fire and stuff like that. Um, and Supergirl, like when he was like kind of flamethrower E stuff, the really technical terms here, guys, uh, <laughs> He's shooting his flames at Supergirl and Supergirl later on in the episode is, you know, blows her her cold breath and freezes and and shatters that. Look cool. That looked really cool. Yeah. Even when he dissipated there yeah. towards the, like that cloud and the way it pushed out and there was a column that went up. Like a little little mini nuclear. Yeah, but dispersion. it was upside, like an upside down nuke. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was really cool. Well, yeah, and like you said, between all that, the the, the flames looked real good. They looked real, mm-hmm. which we don't see a lot. Uh, no. the, you know, the little Stephen King, the dome that they threw over the top. Mm-hmm. You know, everything. I was just like shocked that it was so good. Not not because I don't expect it, but I always again the TV budget looks weird. 
sometimes and maybe it's the savings from last week where she's just kind of in the Superman's, I mean, in the Maybe. Iron Man suit. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, well, she didn't really fly a lot. She hasn't flown a lot all year. So we got to have budget somewhere. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And again, they've gotten a lot better this year with practical effects, even with all the aliens showing them a lot more, a lot of different ones, you know, whether it's like the, the bones or the horns on the sides of the arms and, or even just like the little, the little things that we had this week with just little like ridges in their faces yeah. and kind of gill looking things. And it's just, Simple little things that show, oh, this person's a different species. Yeah. And and they've, again, I maybe they've just got to that fact, well, that point where it's like, all right, we're going to stop trying to try to CGI all these people. Yeah. You know, get in the makeup chair for a couple hours. We're going to glue some, you know. Because they don't have to do a lot. You know, obviously it seems like within the DC universe, um, there are many alien species that are humanoid. You know, a lot of them. Yeah, I don't feel lot, like when they go to the bar, or even with all these episodes, um, where, where we're seeing more and more of them out of the woodwork, it's never like the Star Wars cantina. It's yeah. it's very humanoid with more of like a, you know, like a Klingon or Ferengi twist. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it's it's very much like that. It's the all these slight differences in, um. Mm-hmm skull structure and and different defense mechanisms and things like that more than anything else so um you know even just like looking at kryptonians look identical to humans uh daxamites look identical to humans stuff like that and and little little variances here and there which does make it really cheap and easy for them to just go okay we've got some prosthetics let's do a couple things here a couple things there you guys are all aliens congrats i would almost rather see maybe less variation and more quality more substance at times like more prosthetics to give it more alien and less straight up human yeah that's just me maybe find a balance but to to see so many humanoids with very little prosthetics or very little change like oh cool you bought the contacts off of the contact website (laughs) well i think the um the thing that makes it either Maybe scarier because it's so close to real life or maybe not as scary because they're they're not so different from real humans is, you know, it, they basically just look like humans with little differences. And the the public at large is, you know, hateful or scared of them. And, and I don't know if that brings up the believability of like people are hateful and racist and mean. Um because they're just a little bit they're off from center. Just a little bit yeah. different, yeah. As opposed to if you went full bore, like anything out of the Green Lantern Corps. It, it just like it, yeah. I mean, if you saw Bleas walking around, <laughs> you'd be like, oh, bitch has skeleton wings. Yeah, that might be a bit much. <laughs> yeah, and you could you could back uh, being scared of that. Or even a white Martian, you know what I mean? Yeah. Walking down the street, see one of those. Like, Okay, yeah, sure. I'm terrified of you. Um, so, so you know, that brings up the question, is it a conscious choice then to kind of make them be, to kind of put the spotlight on the very human-looking ones that are just slightly different? Maybe. Um, it, and so it's more of like kind of a race thing than, than anything else. Or it's know. a very conscious uh, financial choice. Yeah. <laughs> or a conscious financial choice that was brought up and pitched as a story choice. Yeah. Well, it, yeah. well, it's just one of those things we've 
what they're trying to do, I think, is just point out the subtle differences between people. And we do it today, whether it's race, color, sex, that we always look at people differently no matter what. You know, mm-hmm. you you see a certain person walk down the road and you're probably a little bit like, oh, drawn back by him by the way they look. And you never, you know, you don't know what they really are. And I think that's what they're doing with the aliens mm-hmm. here is that they are making that choice to show, hey, subtle differences don't make you different you know, no matter whether it's alien sure. or human. I mean, I think they're just kind of using that as like a, a subtle reminder of be good to everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, in the typical, well, I want to say in the, the Supergirl that we've grown to love, not necessarily what we're getting this season, but, you know, be good is be, usually be good. the, yeah. the um, overall theme. Okay, so you mentioned the uh, the the Parasite Dome. So let's talk about that whole situation. The DEO all episodes seem to be working out fine. Um, this government, you know, overseer. Did you? Uh, okay. Before we get too deep into this, where you're like, wow, this is working out a lot better than I thought. What, the dome or the lieutenant? Just the, the lieutenant. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I was face. skeptical. Uh, yeah. So when she came in, like the first part of it is like, wow, she's really respectful. Well, it was kind of iffy at first, but then once, you know, she she had a win under her belt. But okay, well, maybe she's going to be cool about this. Maybe she really is, like, yeah. paying her a compliment. But then... I'm commending you. Yeah, but then by the end of it, you're like, man, I, I don't like this woman. Well, turns out she's a racist. Woo! Big time. <laughs> yeah, alien racist. Um, Also, you cannot talk crap about John. You do, you do not speak ill of my Martian Manhunter. He's a nice man. He has saved the world a but couple times. But he was times. an alien inside our shit. So therefore, <laughs> he's a bastard. Um, yeah, I don't. I I was skeptical. Um, for a second, I was like, huh. But then I remembered that no matter how nice she seems, she was sent there by the president. Who, hey, turns out is very anti-alien. Well, so. I, fe- I felt she was a twat last episode. Yeah. And then when she came in and and then gave Danvers a com- compliment, you know, then I was like, okay, well, maybe she's not so bad. But no, no, my first gut instinct was right. Yeah, no, she is bad. Um, And, and so, like, the, <sighs> the DEO takes over this whole, like, parasite situation. They've got the dome there and all of the... um. All of the DEO employees and agents and whatever have their own little personal, I I don't know, like shields almost. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what else so, to call them. So. so they, yeah, right. But she wants Alex to sacrifice all of the civilians in that dome to take out Parasite instead of giving her a couple minutes to get people out safely. You can't make an omelet without breaking some eggs, Lauren. That's a lot of eggs. The big omelet. That's a lot of eggs to not take, (laughs) like, a couple minutes to to see if you can, you know, save everyone. And if you can't, fine. Kill them all. But But terrorists. (laughs) Terrorists, Lauren. Terrorism. Aliens are bad. (laughs) Even though that was a human with a parasite. But yeah, you know, whatever. Uh... I just, I feel like if that had happened, like, obviously, Alex wasn't willing to do that. And she de-escalated the situation very well. Supergirl evacuated a lot of people. Everything went 
wonderfully. And mm-hmm. and it goes to show that kind of uh, the DEO screws up sometimes. Supergirl screws up sometimes. Sometimes the bad guy gets away. But when they kind of bend the rules in their own favor, you know, now and then, they're able to accomplish pretty incredible things rather than just killing a bunch of, you know, men, women, and children that are stuck inside this unfortunate perimeter. Um, what if they would have went that route? Well, if they would have waited long enough, everybody would have ran out of air anyways, right? <laughs> it's just suffocating <laughs> everybody. Yeah. It's a big dome. I'm thinking that if they had gone that route, if if Alex had done what she was ordered to do and they went that route, I'm thinking that the president or someone would have spun it um, so that it caused more aliens are killing everyone sort of panic. Or at, oh, they least, at least Ben Lockwood would have. Yeah, they would have spun it for sure. Yeah, and oh. it would have fueled the anti-alien agenda. That's real. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Unfortunately. They yep. put up a wall in the shape of a dome. Yeah. I'm just, yeah, I mean, we, we just see that a lot where the story that is told is not always the story that it happened. No one is safe this man that attacked everyone was a kind human government agent. He dedicated his life to protecting people like you and me, yep. and he was overtaken by an alien parasite. Not all of them are big enough for you to see uh, walking could, down the street. By this parasite repellent. Right. There could be a parasite inside you right now. None of you are safe. If if they can take over and infiltrate someone in the government what could they do to you all the way to the top of the government i might add yeah i mean this is this is absolutely something that ben lockwood could spin for sure and and all of that is technically truthful but leaving out the fact that Ben is the one that exactly put the parasite in his head so i, I spent my whole childhood telling half truths <laughs> I never lied to my dad. Never told him the whole story, though. Right? Yeah. Technically, I'm giving you the facts. Truth by However, omission. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not gonna make myself guilty. God. But yeah, I mean, I absolutely think that that's what would have happened. Um. Did, did, remind me, did Alice use her Ghostbuster gun? That's all. I don't really know. That's <laughs> that's all I was thinking of the whole time. Like she had this big old pack on and this big old. No, gun she didn't end hose. up using it. Because he ended up sacrificing himself. And he was like, mm. even if I give up, he's still there. And he took out the little amulet and he went pew, into dust. So, no, she ended up not using her little mm. plutonium pack. Yeah. Bummer. Yeah. Um, but I just, uh, before we walk away from this subject, Uh-oh. just the last little bit with, with, uh, I don't even remember her name. I'm so mad at her that I don't remember her name. The the government lackey. Yeah. A bitch face? Yeah. L- Lieutenant bitchy face. Yeah. Uh, just even to go so far as um, when you walk away, you salute your your superior officer. She, we'll, we'll work on that. She's going to be one oh. of those people that I'm going to see at a con or something and I'm going to be like, I fucking hate you. Because she's, she's yeah. pushed those buttons already. Yeah, it's not like What's-Her-Face off Luke Cage where she's bitchy, but you grow to like the bitchiness, and you're like, yeah, this is not Misty? that. Um, no, or someone else? No, the the lead bad chick. What's her name, Bob? I don't remember names. She's the main bad bad woman on God, Luke Cage. I don't Cage. remember at all. Yeah. 
But anyways, but you yeah. grow to like her. I will never grow to like this woman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I kinda, like it's I so agree. it's so petty. She's to, got that Amanda Waller like yeah, Suicide she, Squad, very much so. Yeah, but about she, her, like I'm doing you a favor. Fuck you. But but so petty about that kind. Of, it's very reminiscent of what we see every day in our American lives right now. But it's just so petty, like. It doesn't matter if you're a superior officer. <laughs> yeah, well, I it, agree. <laughs> it's a, it's one of those things that uh, it was, it was such a weird, not a weird ending, but an uncomfortable ending. It was bad. I that hated just it. Like, is Alex gonna quit? No, because she, she looked, wants to take back her department. But she, there was a moment where the look on her face was, you know, I don't need you take this job and shove it. I'm gonna. Yeah, <laughs> my my sister's gonna fucking kill you in your sleep. We're gonna kill you and then the president. Yeah, the ultimate, ultimate mission. We could do it, and they would never know. God. Okay, so let's talk about something a little more lighthearted. Um, let's go into <laughs> Brainy getting drunk on mojitos. Uh, how, many, was, how many did he have? Twelve? Is that what he 12. said? Twelve. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this ginger juice. Mojito. <clears throat> yeah. I what what was the purpose of their little garden party? Uh, just uh, to have an interaction, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I think it was just a way to get those two in an area. I guess so. Right? I well, mean, and what was even weirder, it wasn't just that she had su- used her super powers and super speed to plant all these plants and place them. If you noticed on all the tables, there were these nice presentations of oranges and lemons and grapefruits. It's yeah. like, are we eating too? Or it looked like everybody was just getting shit canned. At yeah. Least shit canned and eating some fruit. Woo. And I, scones. I'm sorry. There were scones. Oh, there were scones. Um, the, the, the brainy thing is just, he's growing on me every week. I gotta agree. Really? Yeah. Um, I feel I, like I feel like my brainy needs to be brainy looking proper. Like when he first showed up, I don't know how I feel about this whole humanoid. Okay, see, here's the thing though: they made bad choices with all of that makeup and stuff, though. Fair. You think this is the course correction? This is the course Definitely. correction. Because could you imagine being in that makeup chair for like twelve hours when you're in the show for ten minutes? Look, I've been in makeup chairs for long enough for my costumes. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Ass. <laughs> that and I, I think. I think fans responded negatively to their their choices for makeup and stuff. He looked so metallic. You he looked like a dolphin. With, yeah, you could tell it <laughs> he was He looked like makeup. if I ate him, I'd get mercury poisoning. Yeah, he did look like a dolphin. Yeah, I just, it's not, it wasn't, it was not solid decision making. Um, the wig looked bad. It just, mm. it, I don't think he could be they, a romantic interest for anyone. Like I said like last that. year, they took a good looking man and made him kind of he's a pretty man i'll give you that kind of shitty looking yeah yeah he's much easier on the eyes this way well did you like brainiac was a brainiac five what was the number of the brainiac that was played by uh the supergirl from smallville Um, god i i don't know you did what did you think of her makeup when was that was that season two i thought she was better I got to refresh my memory on what she looked like. Um, Because I honestly, that was so long ago. Feels like eons. It was Brainiac 5. She was Brainiac 5. Definitely. Um, 
I honestly, I I think they did an infinitely better job by if you compare the two. I they must have because I can't remember what she looked like. But this one's sticking with you as a a positive bad. Yeah, which is funny because in um what Defiance is that the show that he was in that he played an alien in or whatever? Yeah, and it looked good. It, it, he looked good. The really? the quality the the difference there. Look that up, um, Jesse Rath in Defiance because he. The makeup there, he's pale, he has white hair. It's just, there is such a difference there. It's mostly the wig that killed it, but it brought out flaws in the rest of the makeup, honestly. Um, it's just not, not mm. great. Okay. Um, I, I don't know. Well, they should have called the other makeup department because that is definitely better. Yeah. Um, have you, have you guys watched Krypton? I have not. Okay. Cause there is a brainiac in Krypton and, uh, and she looks very brainiac. All right. Got the little on. lights in her head and everything. Um, it's hard to make that makeup not look like makeup. Ooh, wait, that's this, this one. That's a dude. No, 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 no. This it's, one it's, here's a dude. I, I get that. Oh, you're saying yeah. the chick from Supergirl. See, I like that. Um, you don't I, like that? I it's hard. I, 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 I it's like it great. enough. I like it enough. Um, I like it better than than Brainy, but the one on Krypton yeah. is gold. Yeah, yeah. There, there's. I don't love how CW is able to make or how they go about making their brainiac characters mm, I agree look like the the girl from earlier now that I've refreshed my memory on that um the girl from earlier in supergirl the brainiac um looked very brainiac to me and that's all good and well that's that's fine but it's still so hard to make blue skin not look fake yeah. and i don't know if it's just you know the products that they're using or whatever but i don't want it to look like you have highlighter all over your face like the like <laughs> not highlighter like the markers but like makeup highlighter like yeah. shimmery glitter all over you and they always look metallic they look mm -hmm. glittery and i don't i don't like that that's not a natural quality of skin no i agree even if you're techno organic like they are i, I just don't think that you'd be shimmery and and glittery um so I, I don't know for, you can't go back and change the way he looks now. No. You know, you, you got to stick with it. So to him, for him to have an image inducer on all the time, I think I prefer that just for believability and interactions with people and, and things like that. It just, it takes me out of the character with that wig was the most Horrible. problematic thing. Horrible. I, so I don't know. I do I want him to look like Brainiac? Yeah, sure. Would I love it if he looked like the Brainiac from the Legion? Um, from the Legion in the future, the green? That's the Brainiac I want. Okay. That's the Brainiac I grew up with. <laughs> That's fair. But um, we're never going to get that Brainiac. No, we're never going to get that version. So we're referencing Steve's, the yeah. one from the 80s, from the Superpowers line. It was like the new Brainiac, and he's a very robotic uh, skull face with a crazy cool clear brain area 
That's my brainiac. Exposed brain. Yeah. Um, I see, even if even if we got green skin, almost beast boy looking brainiac mm-hmm. from, you know, 30th century Legion of Superheroes, I would have been cool with that. I would have been good with that. I you know, he's he's been a uh, love interest for Kara in the comics and stuff, even if only briefly. Uh, but I just don't love, I don't love what they chose to do with Jesse Rath's makeup. So I'm, I'm glad to see him with the image inducer on looking like a regular human. I'm, I'm good with that. Um, Do you think we will see him for a long time coming? I think so now. Okay. I think they've made him more likable. Um, They're making him more likable to me for sure. And I was pretty hard on him the first episode. (laughs) I was, I was pretty rough. Um, And I was saying, I hope that they were making him intentionally like pointing out all the ways that he's annoying to break him down and build him back up in a more likable way. Seeing him drunk made me happy. Just long live the legion. Um, watching him bounce back from a hangover immediately. That, <laughs> just, that actually made me laugh. That's a superpower. <laughs> when he came back, he's <laughs> yeah. like, how are you? I am fine. Well, you know, I was like, oh shit. Are but, there any more scones left? Yeah, that's a superpower I wish I had. But the, the thing that they're making him way more kind of likable is... Using that the fact that he's so oblivious to American terms, like I could watch this over and over again because it makes me laugh. I told you to look me up. Well, I did. You go here, you go here. It's like, holy fucking stalker. This is great. Yeah. Well, and, why didn't you call me? You didn't tell me to call you. Yeah. You told me to find you. Yeah. And I found you here, 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 here. And it's almost like watching. I'm sure we all have that friend that's kind of awkward to go approach the opposite sex for the first time. And or somebody they're they're attracted to and listening to them talk and you're just like you're a fucking idiot man this isn't working and that's that's what I feel when I watch Brainy um talk you know to her you know what they're doing they're doing a uh, they're they're pulling a Drax with him they're making the, the him literal yeah yep, they're yep. making him likable by pointing out all the ways that him being literal is just like eye roll inducing and Mm -hmm. like you know humorous and funny and kind of like oh my god you're an idiot but it's fine you be you um i didn't even put that comparison but that's 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 definitely exactly that's that's the route that they're going they're making him likable over my head i am too fast (laughs) i would catch it (laughs) (laughs) yeah they're doing that they're giving they're adding humor to him and and honestly i really liked the the nia interaction um it's cute yeah, and and I like it um, for him because she's just laughing it off and going, "Listen, I think you're weird and funny, and and you're different, and you've got your own stuff going on. You're you're hiding, um, you know, certain things about yourself from the general public, but they are a part of you, and you're not actually like shoving them deep down. You're just trying to acclimate into society in a way that works efficiently." Um, I so I I like this. I like this a lot. I like seeing more sides of him. They're making him much more likable this season. Is it is it filling your win void? Not quite yet, but it's getting there. Okay. It's it's getting there. Nobody knows how to fill a void quite like win. I didn't know I would like <laughs> win. And then, and then I loved him. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I didn't uh-huh. know that I would love that character and it did not take long for me to love that character. Well, especially with the wind thing, it's always weird because you're like, that's going to be Toy Man. 
at first. Yes. At first, 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 first. Yeah. You're just like, oh, the, you know, they were pulling like the Killer Frost thing. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. like, we know, we know where you end up. And then they spun it a different we way. We know your future. Yeah. And so. Bravala. I think that that's what happened with Wynn at first. We always thought until they actually introduced his dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, okay, this is where you end up. That's your destiny. And no, you're just, you. you're waiting for the slow turn and it never really happened. It turned into a likable character. Mm-hmm. So. They threw us for a huge loop with that, and and they turned him into a really great character, totally different from that. But still having that that tech and gadget savvy and stuff like that, and the ingenuity. Um, I miss Win very much still, but I, if they continue on this path with Brainy and they continue making him more likable, um, and and make him. I don't know, a relationship interest thing with Nia that kind of gives her more of a reason to be around as well. I'm okay with that. I like their interactions together. I think she's she's sweet to him in a way that other people aren't. Other people are kind of harder on him, but they're starting to soften up and be like, haha, okay, all right, come on. Um, well, they're very hard on him because he's, he's in everyone else, he's just a, a organic, yes, but a robot. Yeah, and yeah. she sees him as a person. From the beginning, she has seen him from a person. Yeah. Instead of learning that there's more layers to him and that he is still organic and not just, you know, the robot. Um, so, yeah, I mean, she she immediately viewed him differently. Um, all right. Let's go to a quick break and we'll talk about some of the other human stuff going on. Have you missed an episode of DC on CW? Catch up on all of our discussions from Supergirl, The Flash, Arrow, and Legends of Tomorrow. Just search DC on CW on iTunes and Stitcher. All right, we are back. Let's talk human junk. Uh, So James has been the uh, poster boy unintentionally for anti-alien hate speech and why humans are better and humans first, Earth first. Um, I I totally equate this to, um, on a lesser scale, I guess, but like the Proud Boys wearing those Fred Perry polos. You know I, anything about that? I don't that? get the reference. Okay. So if you do not know, the Proud Boys are basically a bunch of Nazis. Let's say <laughs> I am totally glad I don't know that reference. Yeah, they're there. You should be, too, because you look like you're part of the master race. You haven't heard about that? Uh, no. OK, so the Proud Boys are a far right organization. Um, they only admit men as members and they promote political violence. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, they're they're violent, like far right Nazis, basically. Um, and the only places that they have a presence, go figure, the U.S., Canada, Australia and the United Kingdom. Um, yeah. All white countries. Weird, right? Um, yeah. So they're, they're basically, they're basically neo-Nazis. Like they're, uh, if you, if you look them up, if you go to their website, it's like, welcome to the greatest fraternal organization in the, uh, I I don't know what, in the USA probably, because this is Proud Boy USA. Uh, (laughs) and they... Um, well, this get, wasn't controversial, controversial on. even 20 years ago, but being proud of Western culture, like blah, 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 like. The, oh, the, you're talking about the group's website. I went to the polo shirt website. And I'm like, they got Asians and black dudes and women category. <laughs> yeah, because Fred Perry is not a racist brand. Oh, 
Fred Perry polos were um, they they're worn a lot of the times by people, mostly guys, um, sometimes women in like the hardcore punk music scene. Um, so so that's that's a thing. Um, but the Proud Boys themselves are absolutely a racist, um, racist, racist group that like. If you go to ProudBoysUSA.com, it's it's a bad time. Well, hold on, Steve. We're having technical difficulties. Yeah. Steve uh, said not to promote it, and I'm not promoting it. Yeah. If you go to this website and you're like, this is for me, please just unfollow us. Yeah, unfollow us. Don't listen to us. We are not the place for you. But I feel like if you have those sorts of views, you probably don't listen to my opinions and uh, appreciate them. <laughs> so you probably don't listen already. Uh, don't be racist and and violent against people for no reason. <laughs> You're probably reason. not watching Supergirl. You're oh. probably not listening to a show that I put together that's based off female hosts. Yeah, uh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, the West is the best. Holy crap! That's something that they. Oh boy. Oh boy. The time for apologies is past. I am a Western chauvinist, and I refuse to to apologize for creating the modern world. The West is the best. That that is. The basic tenet of the group. Uh, like, that is, that is, oh, boy. We long for the days when girls were girls and men were men. Like, this is, yeah, they're, they're not a good group of people. Um, So, they, however, ha- their, their kind of unofficial uniform has been uh, the Fred Perry brand polos. And Fred Perry, as a brand, came out and said, stop wearing our clothes oh yeah so what i i was going to ask is if that quote-unquote uniform was something that they just selected for themselves to look more clean cut yeah yeah i i think it also just became kind of trendy within them like it Mm. you know they're wearing these you know nicely fitted polos they've got a they're they're not like golf dad sort of polos though either they've got these no, nice they're form little, like, fitting and... yeah they're form fitting they've got these nice little stripes on the collar and the uh on the sleeves like they they look nice but they look a little more they're like um, a, young and modern yeah like a modern version of the alligator uh what's that brand yeah 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 whatever um, that one is yeah I, i'm glad you knew that because i would never compare made this comparison to, to the alligator brand no the reference from ben's group to the you know yeah, the the racist group in real life. Oh, yeah. just claiming something and going, "Hey, this is see, like this is something that's good and whatever." No, um, I'm also glad I didn't know it. Yeah, me too. I so I have a lot of friends that are in like the hardcore punk music scene, and they're very like anti Nazi. So, <laughs> so I've seen a <laughs> lot of the that. hardcore punk is probably yeah. the most like associated group. You know, with neo Nazis, so unfortunately, like yeah. it shouldn't be, but yeah, but it, think, and it isn't anymore, y- yeah, at all. Um, back in my day, it was, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it has grown and evolved now. Um, th- these days, you're more likely to find, um, very, very, um, open minded, but <laughs> you're more likely to find a vegan straight edge, um hardcore kid than yeah. anything else wow. that is what they've evolved into like the, the opposite the pendulum of has swung yeah over to the other extreme we don't pollute our bodies with you know drugs or cigarettes or alcohol mm. and we don't uh we don't eat animals so that's yeah like that, it, it's new age punk yeah yeah 
Um, so that's that's where it's at now, you know. So they don't stand for racism and and stuff like that. So so, so they've comboed Ben Lockwood into this racist group and uh how quickly who's the guy that's been banned off of all social medias the oh guy who, oh god uh the guy's, ben, Sh- ben Sh- not ben shapiro who, no no oh god what's his name i can't think of it I'm um, alex alex uh, uh oh, i hate when we do this oh we're st- i can't remember Alex Jones. Thank Alex. you. I put banned from Facebook Alex, and Alex Jones came right yeah, up. Yeah, Alex Jones. I just did banned from social media. <laughs> there you go. Well, it, and, but that's what it reminded me of, just because of the rhetoric coming from the mm. website and all that other stuff of just like, you know, <laughs> you know, type of, yeah, you know, you the see- Infowars bullshit. <laughs> did you see him um, doing... The gay frog skit. Alex Jones? Oh boy, howdy. Um, for Halloween, I guess he was a, a gay frog. And it's it's bad. It's uh it's embarrassing for him. Okay. Yeah, because back at, like um in twenty seventeen he was just like, They're turning the freaking frogs gay. Rah! Uh yeah, he did a thing as a gay frog. So uh, yeah, that's that's embarrassing and hilarious. Uh, but they're they're pulling from real life things that we can all associate somebody to this Ben Lockwood character. Yeah. yeah, but that's what Bobby and I were talking about before the show. It's like I I, I see this so much. You know, especially for us right now in in our American culture, we're seeing this so much day in and day out. I want to turn this show on or shows like it to escape that reality, not see it in a mirror image and that we last last week i felt like we got away from it for a little bit yeah and and then we were right back in it i uh you know what i gotta say i've I've got i've got a new opinion on this and that is that um i'm going to be glad to get to the end of this storyline and not just so that it'll be over I'm going to really enjoy watching their version of Nazis get like of like neo-Nazis get just wrecked because, you know, you know, Supergirl and the team, they're going to win. They're going to oh, show yeah, the yeah. country that, uh, you know, aliens are pretty OK. And no, not everyone's going to change their opinion overnight, but the hostility in society will ease. And that's going to feel good to watch, even though that means we're going to go back to watching things happen in the real world and they're. Where we don't see that same Not closure. Not going to be quite so forgiving, yeah. yeah. So, um, I I agree, you know, getting away from things is great. I kind of live in a bubble. Um, you know more about all this craziness than it sounds like Bob and I. <laughs> yeah, but I don't see any of it firsthand, you know what I mean? Well, I just have I have friends that, that share this stuff because mm-hmm. they're, they keep an ear to the ground about this sort of thing. Um but I, I honestly, I live in a bubble. You know, I, I work at a tattoo shop and I work at a, a game shop, and that's you. You live in a parasite dome. Oh, yeah. I try to, but there's no evil alien in there. Um, my, my world's a lot better when I do. I'm less upset. Right. I yeah. had to stop reading the news. I'll tell you guys, like I had to, and I, I still am not great about it. I have three tabs in the background open that I'm going to check out when I get home, but. Uh, I try to stay away from it nowadays. I still listen to NPR on the way to and from work, but 
it it's draining on the psyche. Yeah. Like it really is. And and all the views are so so biased. And that's always going to be the case, you know, at, at least a little bit. You go to specific news sources because you know that their views align one way or another, either with or or against your views. I check I check all views. Yeah. Without it, you don't know where the center line is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and that's absolutely how people should be with their news. But, but they don't. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's become more polarized lately over the past few years than I think it has been so, in so quite a while. If one of those, more those news organizations started taking somebody that you liked and putting them up there as like their hero, how would you feel? Like we're seeing with Jimmy. What do you mean? Like the putting, putting. Basically, if say like, say you're pretty liberal, but Fox News then starts glorifying someone that you do actually believe in. Honestly, mm. though, I, I think I'd be. Well, it depends because that's just one per- entity positioning someone as something that they want. Yeah. That doesn't mean it's reflective of what that entity or, or what that person's uh, views or ideals are. Yeah. And that's a very different I, thing. I would still but, feel kind of disgusted. Oh, that yeah, they I would were feel using them to yes, portray I things. Absolutely would feel disgusted. Yeah. But that's the problem with media in general, which or or people like what Ben was doing in the show is if you don't pay close attention to that person and really know that person's thoughts and ideals on something, all you have is what's being portrayed. Yeah. And Wait. so it's left to you to do the homework. And let's be honest, the no vast majority is not going to do the homework. No, they're just it, it, not. fucking headline readers. Yeah, exactly. Skimmers. That or, or comment readers. And they learn false or bad information from other people. So let's say it, you were Jimmy and this group gave you the freedom to do guardian stuff would you sacrifice yourself if you knew it was a way to help out the greater good like would you allow them that's gonna be his struggle so you that's think literally you, his struggle so you right think now. him infiltrating not even infiltrating like if taking uh, advantage taking of, advantage of a situation like if i could come in here and you know, I was like, oh, I'm going to do Supergirl shows, but I don't really want to talk about Supergirl. I want to talk about this, but this isn't really like a violent type situation or, you know, we're not working for like a Nazi radio station right now. <laughs> um, but if it gave me the freedom to do like, I don't know if I would make the choice of like, OK, I can do what I think is best for this city, best for these people. But I also it, the only way I get that freedom is if I let these people kind of make me the poster boy of their fucking negative organization. So, so, okay, that's turning bad intentions into a good thing, but here's the other side of that blade. Um, the other thing is that he's helping, not directly, him being out there, him being an icon, is fuel for Ben Lockwood to yes. stir up hate. And And the reality is, it's guilt by association. Yeah. Whether it's true or not, once you cross that line, you're now lumped into it and good luck climbing out of it. Like you ha- you have to do so much to get your name cleared at that point. Yeah. I wouldn't cross that line. Like say it was the 40s um, and Captain America was really a thing. Um, and okay, sure, he punched Nazis or whatever. But what if the Nazis found a way to portray him to kind of skew things 
in their benefit and just say, well, he is, see, exactly. He's fighting for his country. He doesn't know better, but he's actually a part of the Aryan Brotherhood. He's the Aryan dream, blonde hair, blue eyes, a true, true Aryan brother. You know what I mean? Like, what if they started skewing propaganda in a certain way to... Right, but then it's incumbent on you as Steve Rogers to stand up and... Did you know you just described Steve? What? Blonde hair, (laughs) blue eyes, the Aryan dream. Don't worry, you're on big camera right now. Oh, God. But (laughs) But right, you have to stand up as Steve Rogers and and, and denounce those claims publicly and loudly as far as your voice will carry to make it clear. only option. Yeah, he has to say something. Yeah. He has to say something. And and I I have to wonder what he's going to do now that he's reached out to Lockwood himself um to to talk with him one on one. Yeah. Um we're watching we're watching as Ben's rantings are climbing in the ear of of you know leaders and and I don't know, important figures in the city, in the state, stuff like that, where we're watching that happen. Um, we see that with Lena and John, or sorry, not John, with Lena and James talking with people at a party. You know, it's just, she looked at, at that guy and said, but you're not, you know, one of those fringe guys like him. Like, what do you, come on, what are you talking about? The alien problem? Um, Yeah, it's just, it's, I'll say this: Whitwer is killing in that role too. By the oh way, oh god, I, he's so good. Uh, he he's really really good. And I think that's the weird thing about it is I'm actually more interested in his storyline and actually Jimmy's storyline with this, just because I see like the conflict there and it yeah. doesn't feel so forced. Like I could see somebody getting used in that manner and trying to come in with like the internal laying of like, I want to help, but I don't know if this is the way to do it. Yeah. And the look on his face though, when he, when Jimmy knew that he had just got. Shouldn't the guardian go help? Yeah. Like, yeah. Shouldn't he? What what are you going to do? I mean, you're the hero of the people. You're a human hero. It's good. It's what we need. Oh my God, he cornered him. He did, and in, in, in his head, you could just see in Jimmy's head, he's going, "Motherfucker!" Yeah, like, I gotta say, Macad Brooks, um, James' actor, has seriously uh, stepped it up with with this situation. I mm. I think he's he's doing a great job of being a good um, adversary for Sam Witwer. Mm-hmm. Do you I, think it'll end? It'll end with the two of them going to blows, like in full regalia. I think like, so. I, I hope so. Think of the imagery that they that they could create cool. with that cinematography and everything like that would that would be a really really cool well, scene. Cause, yeah, because Supergirl's too OP for that. Like, oh yeah, yeah. he has nothing. It's gonna have to. That's be, James's fight. Yeah, it's gonna have to be street fight. That's Guardian's fight. Yeah, Guardian versus the Agent of Liberty. There it is. We're they enter the right ring now. at seven p.m. Friday night. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what's Dude, gonna happen. I, I, I actually picture like a Dark Knight Rises fight. Yeah. You know, where they see each other from the side and there's just like this civil war going on between aliens and humans and Yeah. But not in broad daylight. No. I and I I wanna see it like a little grittier. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying in general. But yeah, I, I gotta yeah, I agree. They they have to 
they have to have a showdown like that. Otherwise, mm-hmm. what's the point of him, you know, being in that, that cool <laughs> costume? <laughs> he's just sitting there. He's like, yeah, fuck you. Well, guess what? My friend's going to fucking zap you with her laser eyes right now. Yeah, done. Peace out, bitch. Done. My friend's going to fight you so hard. When my friend gets here, she's going to fuck you up. Oh, man, just you wait. She's going to beat your ass, kid. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sit here with my shield and eat cereal out of the back of it. I am <laughs> outside of all of the like political back and forth and the the polarizing and and extremist stuff um in that storyline I am very very interested in Ben Lockwood. I'm very interested in how he is spinning things and using James and how James is going to respond to all of this because he generally does have a pretty good head on his shoulders as far as like you know, obviously I support aliens, but I support humans too. You know, it's, it's. And you I, don't have to, you don't have to pick a side. Yeah. Yeah. You and really don't. He just wants to help people. Yeah. Um, what I'm really looking forward to is when they find out Lex is pushing all the buttons and then he oh. turns to his girlfriend and goes, what the fuck's wrong with your brother? Your brother's a mean guy. <laughs> He's bullying me. Yeah. I'm. Um, I can't wait for some of that stuff. Um, let's talk about one last thing before we wrap things up. Let's talk about all of this stuff with uh, with, <laughs> with Jean, who is now basically uh, gaining a reputation as like a PI, <laughs> like a like a psychic detective, um, like Ace Ventura, but different. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we've got this this new character that we're talking about and. and uh, I already forgot how to pronounce his name. Amadel? That's, what, that's sounds fine. good. It's fine enough for me. This guy has this amulet. It it helps keep him alive and he can heal aliens. He can't heal humans yet, but he's stayed out of the limelight. He's denounced interviews for so long and, and uh, you know, he lets Kara do a story because he thinks it'll be good and he thinks it's his, his you know, role to kind of take that on and, and be uh, a good role model, a good um, icon, you know, signifying peace and healing and all of that stuff. Great. Cool. So um, when he gets injured, it's just like, oh, we've, we've heard you're something of a detective, Jean. Uh, yeah, I guess. I heard you, you've got a knack for solving crimes. But no one has any idea that he was a government agent. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of have a history of doing this yeah i used to uh and i have this cool detective hat (laughs) (laughs) i got this cool detective hat it came with a whip and a set i don't really know do Um, do you you feel like in some ways that they've kind of hit a point where they don't know where to write him now yeah a little bit he's just on the outskirts um his purpose within all of this is to be the ear to the ground within the alien community that's that's his entire purpose but he could be so much more. I mean, exactly. Look, I think most people at the end of the day just want to see Martian Manhunter proper all the time because yep. that's what we want. But, I, you know, obviously expensive to do. And probably even if he's just wearing that uh, mask, it's probably hotter than hell in there. Well, yeah. that and if Supergirl's really overpowered. Martian Manhunter. Yeah, is, dynamic is duo. mega OP. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mega, mega OP. Um, yeah, I... I'm I'm bummed that they're not doing more with him. I'm hoping 
whatever, this is just for the storyline. And he's got his whole pacifist thing happening. And then we'll see more Martian Manhunter later on, maybe. (laughs) Is it pacifist when you go through somebody's back wall, they go search their house? Right. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, he's not Uh, being violent. Just a little bit of B&E there. (laughs) I was like, wow, that's fucking creepy. It's just a light (laughs) (laughs) B&E. Diet B&E. Right. I'd flip out, too. if (laughs) I'm I'm just looking for something. What the fuck are you doing in my house? in In your kitchen. Don't come on. Just let's all calm down and talk about this. I know I'm a stranger in your kitchen. That door's locked. How the fuck do you get in here? Right. I'll tell you what. Some random dude shows up in my house secretly through a back door. We're not talking anything out. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to drop your ass. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um. I, yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not a huge fan of where they're taking on with this but i understand its purpose and there's already so much going on that i am willing to kind of let it take a back seat right now (laughs) that's whatever fine let him work out his like my dad said i needed to do things this way sort of thing and still have purpose within like the alien community and stuff whatever um do you think we're gonna see any more of, of that chick Asian chick. I don't know. The one who's like half alien. Yeah, the daughter, the the half breed. Half breed. Um, the hybrid. Maybe. Maybe she'll be some sort of catalyst for something, you know. I'm part alien, I'm part human, but then probably both sides would hate her, so I don't know. (laughs) Nobody likes me. But what we were saying earlier, it's like they just keep adding all these elements and characters. That's why I'm hoping it was just the more of a storyline. Yeah. Yeah. Thing. Uh especially just getting Kara back into the newspaper thing. Yeah, yeah. When she can't do anything as Supergirl, you know, write write compelling stories. Um, and then just read the comments. Yeah. That's all she did was sit there and, and read the comments. Never after. read the comments. Never read Never, the comments. Never, ever read the comments. Oh, ever. Yay, things are happy. Oh, God, there's murder threats. Yeah. <laughs> That's li- and literally. Yeah. People want to kill, murder, or rape me. Awesome. That's that's the internet, especially if you're a woman and a writer. Right. Welcome to the internet. <laughs> yeah. It's literally like, uh, I, all you're good for is sucking dicks. Or, you know, uh, if you kill this one, you kill them all. Like, that's that's the internet in wow. a nutshell. Literally. Like, that's that's what female writers who write about anything sort of, like, opinionated. That's... I don't that's know what, what websites get. you frequent, but... Oh, that's, I mean, like, if you, if, if a female writer, like, talks about a game poorly, they'll get, like, yeah, just shut up and put a dick in your mouth. Like, that's, that's basically, Jesus. like, yeah, it's, it's a whole thing. Female writers, like, females in general, if you, like, screw up someone's match on Xbox Live or some shit, you're probably going to get a little message in your, in your inbox that says, you know, I'm going to fucking rape you. Like, that's, that's a thing. That's an actual thing. If you yeah. go on Twitter and 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 see if you can find something about that, that's because it's called a bad parenting. Yeah, yeah. and most people are ne- like never never read the reviews. While their that. comic insight might make for an interesting conver- conversation, their constant snark makes listening a total chore. Oh, for that, us. That us? <laughs> yeah, that's oh. us. I appreciate you guys deliver so deep. Into the details of the shows, the stuff you say the show's very deep in thought, but there's just too much language. You monologue as these characters and drop F-bombs. 
in these monologues when these characters would never say these things. They won't say them on CW, but I guarantee <laughs> you behind closed doors, James Olsen is dropping some fucks. Oh, so, so this is not this is when we started Supergirl because it says on the most recent Supergirl edition, there were seven F bombs in one sentence. Ooh. Um Lauren. I don't whatever. It might have been Angelica actually. Because that was when we first started Supergirl. Yeah, it was October two thousand. Oh yeah, that was Angelica for sure. Okay. <laughs> um anyway. Hey, I actually toned it down a lot since hearing that too. I, I, I never look bad at our negative reviews because they're usually positive negative reviews. Yeah. We're yeah. very smart. We I, just don't like that they're smart asses also. Yeah. I hey. toned down the the F bombs and stuff after that. I was very conscious of it. I was like, oh no. But also <laughs> we do have a uh like a Warning, this is for mature we do. listeners, blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, expect stuff like that, kind of. But, but <laughs> um, a wise man once told me, better a smartass than a dumbass. Hey-o. So I'll take it. There it is. Yeah, I... Yeah, just moral of the story, don't go on the internet ever. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're looking at cat videos. Which I do. Just leave it at that. Oh, the world is a terrible place. All right, I'm going to go to bed now and just cry. Uh... <laughs> Yeah. Well, final thoughts on the episodes, guys. Or the episode. I like the dead people a lot. I liked seeing them have their life sucked right out of them. Yeah, we talked about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I'm just saying, like, I'm I'm struggling. No, with no, this. no. I meant like, oh yeah, that's a different thing that we talked yeah, about oh, this yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not like you already said that, asshole. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I'm, my mind is so like, wow, the world is going to go up in flames, and we're all going to die hating each other. Okay. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Eventually. <laughs> um, now, I, I found it hard to find a lot that I liked about this particular episode it um i i really like the last one um but i you know the the parasite i i liked how he handled uh, or how they handled that character this time around too um i like how he just dissipated that was cool it was very he he sacrificed himself and i didn't see that coming and i appreciated that curveball most of everything else i think we've seen we can kind of look at it and somewhat call it to some extent um, as the show is progressing, we may not call it in advance, but we're calling it as we're watching it. That was one I didn't see coming. And so I, I, I did like that. But I don't know. Um, I'll hang in there. I'm it, I'm not going to ditch yeah, we're, it. We're not at the quitting point. Yeah, I'm not at the quitting point by any stretch. Yeah, because you signed a contract. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, I think the episodes for me so far have been kind of like back and forth. It's been like, eh, oh, eh. Oh, eh. I like I, the Supergirl s- space suit thingy. Oddly enough, I really liked that. Weird. You did not. <laughs> no, we that that's a discussion that already happened. But uh, there I were like there that. were there were cool and bad things about it. But um, I uh, yeah, I think honestly the episodes have been back and forth for mm. me. And this week was uh, another thing where there were there were some high points for me for sure. And uh, and there's some things that I really like. I can see where some things are going more, and I'm I'm interested in seeing that a lot. But then there's other stuff that I'm like, eh, wah, wah. they're just there to 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 push along. Hey, this is where the world is at. Like this whole detective and Kara doing a thing that's not involved with anything but the social climate. That's cool and that's fine. And I like watching Kara do her job. 
but um I like alcoholic brainy. Yeah. Yeah. More of that. Well, yeah. And I think that's what I, I miss right now with it's the a shows. Lot too. It, it, it's because we one, we have a lot going on. And then there isn't anything lighthearted. They've taken a very serious tone to what was more of a the happy show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, the levity. We need more of it. Let's let's talk about this just in terms of this episode. We had all the DEO stuff, all the DEO drama. Yeah, Alex doing things and government overseer. Um, we had the garden party stuff. So just the the small bit of social interaction that these people had, and that was my favorite part of the entire episode. Is seeing all the characters together hanging out having what little bit of positive social interaction they were able to get in um, and making us like Brainy more. And then we've got Guardian and like Ben Lockwood, that whole thing with, you know, Lena just being like, oh, turn off the TV. It's terrible. Oh, turn <laughs> off the the internet. It's terrible. <laughs> uh, and she she's very much like hands over her ears, like, oh, just don't listen to it. But like you kind of have to from time to time to see what – the other side of politics yeah, you, or the other side of views is thinking. You can't block it out. That it, that just creates it, more polarization. Yeah, it doesn't make the problem go away. It doesn't solve the problem. Yeah. But then we've also got this whole, you know, uh, Detective John Jones and and Kara working for Catco just as a reporter. And um, just in one episode, that's so many storylines. Mm-hmm. And I know that they're connected. Um, because a lot of things came down to Parasite, but I'm a little overwhelmed each episode. Yeah. Um, I Each week I watch Supergirl and then I watch Legends of Tomorrow in that order um, because I need Legends as a palate cleanser because that's a show that has a bunch of characters and usually has a bunch of things going on, but it works because it doesn't feel like they're just juggling them. You know, they're they're all relaxed and the show itself is lighthearted but still has some serious tones to it here and there and um it's a lot so it's this is another one of those episodes where i needed that palate cleanser and nothing no you've got nothing to add bob i no i've said my piece (laughs) all right um, well, that's going to do it for today's DC on CW Supergirl edition. You can always catch our past and future episodes through the Rain Man digital app. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at DC on CW, Facebook.com slash DC on CW, and our Instagram is at DC underscore on underscore CW. And we'll catch you next time. Uh, stay tuned on Twitch if you're watching for our legend. People want cuddles! <laughs>